Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. It's me, it's me, it's J-A-C. And welcome, oh. everybody. Yeah, dude, bringing that back, you know? So Wow. Yeah, so welcome back to the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast, where we fight depression with, you guessed it, the power of music. I am your professional you handicapped host, James Cox, like I said before. Well, I didn't actually say it, I, I said J.C., you, you JC, get the gist. baby, they know who you are. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So I, oh, I am not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets, but that's okay. All right. That's all right. Because here I am. I am commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room. But you can you can bet your bottom dollar that it's only when I'm playing the drums. Uh, I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. You can call me Blake Mosley. You can call me Brosley. You can call me your best friend. It doesn't matter. I'm here for each and every one of you, dear listeners, that is that has taken the time out of their day to check out this episode. You have no idea how much we appreciate it. Isn't that right, James? We do. We do. And uh, we hope that it brings you joy and happiness. And hopefully yes. it cures your depression, you know? Because music Yeah, does. I was going to ask you about that. Like, I didn't, I didn't have a, uh, a mental health minute. Uh, planned for the day but if you don't mind if i can take a minute for the banter to kind of like describe something that i've had like going on yeah um it's uh because that's what the show's all about right yeah yeah, I, uh, yeah man i you know you know I, I i struggle with a lot of like self-love uh is probably my biggest problem i hate myself right that's just how i've always been i hate everything about myself um and that's something i've really struggled with um for years and years and years and, um, I was, I had my, you know, latest, uh, therapy session and, um, we were kind of talking about things and it wasn't until we got to like the end of the, uh, session that we kind of started tapping into some stuff, um, from like when I was a kid and there was a lot of like bullying, um, that I dealt with whenever I was a kid. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just, that's something that resonates with you and kind of sticks around for a whole lot longer than you think and it plays into a lot of things that i'm currently struggling with now with uh, uh a lot of self-doubt and self-deprecation because there's a ton of that going on and um so uh, my my little like mental health minute that i can i can throw into this episode even though we're kind of out of order here uh i, I get see a therapist man it, it is like just so nice to talk to somebody who is uh certified and is able to tap into some of these things that you just never thought about before um and we're we're unpacking a lot of stuff and i'm you know ready to see where it goes uh from here and it's just it's i feel like it has been such a huge thing for me and um y'all that are listening you know that i've i've struggled with times where you know i'll just straight up i mean it happened last week james i texted you and was like yeah I, i'm sorry i just i don't <laughs> i don't have it in me today like i just don't uh I, if i if i hop on there it's gonna it's gonna feel forced it's gonna feel like i'm trying to fake everything and i don't want to be that way i want to be as authentic as possible so there's right. just times and i was really looking forward to doing 
that interview. And I think <clears> it worked <throat> out and we got it rescheduled. Yeah. Um, but you know, I was really looking forward to that interview, but I knew I have had a bad day mm-hmm. and it has not been good for my mental health by any means. And uh, I'm really struggling. And uh, so take the time to, you may have to cancel plans, but take the time, find a loved one. Uh, James, I appreciate you checking up on me. Um, after that too, it's, it's, it's very, it's very special to me. And I really appreciate you doing that. And, uh, um, I'm thankful for a uh, therapist who's able to kind of recognize things before I do. And it's kind of like, Hey, let's, let's dive into that. We don't have time tonight, but the next time we get together, do your homework and we're going to come back and we're going to, we're going to tackle this. So it's, it's been very good for me. I can't stress that enough. Well, going back to where you said it's, it's, uh, I don't want to say self hate, but it's like what I guess that's I guess you said self loathing or something. But right? That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, I I, yeah. I have I have always struggled with liking anything about myself, mm. um, and uh, it, whether it's my weight or it's uh, my <laughs> voice or whatever, I have I have always had a problem with it. Literally anything about myself just right. makes me mad, and. Um, I've I've struggled with that for a long time, but I'm working on it. I want to get better. I well, know it's not healthy to hate yourself. So no, <laughs> no, but not but, but no, not it's good. not good. No, no, sir. But uh, but I will say this: you have a radio voice, and I think it's Thanks. very professional <laughs> sounding. And uh, yeah, I mean, coming from the voice of Scooter from Muppets, hey man, from the Muppets. You know, come, I come mean, on, man. how can I go wrong? <laughs> That's right. No, um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I will tell you that you are. Uh, dearly wanted by me and your wife and your mother and your friends and because you because we, well, uh, we worked on a podcast I don't know if we told everybody else's but uh, you and me tried to do a podcast before this one that did not take yeah. off for some reason you know and I'm like man yeah. what you know what are we going to do what am I going to yeah. do you know so my yeah. friend I you know I'm not sure if he wants me to name him. But he says, "Well, why don't you start uh, start talking to a like a like a music podcast? You know, you know a lot about music, and you have a good way with with words." And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, I can do that." And the first thing, first uh, first person who I thought about doing this podcast with was with you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, 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 because no, you you honestly make this podcast better, you know, because. Well, thanks, dude. Yeah, because you know stuff about music that I don't, and I'm and 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 likewise me. So I mean, it, it just works, yeah. you know. And we have a yeah, and we we know for each other for a lot longer than than what I think we had because uh yes yeah because I met and you. This in, wasn't a random meetup. No, you know, like we no. we've known each other since I was in high or not in high school in college. Yeah, and uh, you know so, that's that's been over ten years ago now. So right. um, yeah, yeah so, for sure, it goes way back, and we've. We've yeah. been nerding out about music for a long time, folks. Yeah, man. Oh, and if you want to, <laughs> and if, um, Rosie, because I'm going to um, give this to you, um, there is a, a a a coffee flavor that I think you will love. Okay. Okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to go to Walmart, go to the coffee aisle. Okay. I think we're a cafe French toast mm-hmm. flavor. Ooh, man, that's French a, toast, you say. I'm having that right now, and that's some of the best. Besides Bones Coffee, I will okay. Yeah. So Bones Coffee is my favorite, my favorite kind of kind of coffee brand ever now. Sure, sure. Uh, but but if you need a little French toast in your life, or blueberry or like raspberry, 
you know, back half of got you, you know. You uh, you can't go wrong with more French toast in your life. I've, it's something I've said my whole life. You just can't go wrong <laughs> with more French toast in your life. Everybody so loves French toast, uh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that, though. That sounds interesting. Yeah, do that. Yeah, because... Uh, yeah. Because I didn't even know. Now I, now, I don't think that actual McDonald's sells it. I think you, I think you have to get the K-Cups or something. Right, right. Because you know? there's, there's three versions of the, the Mac Cafe that I saw. Like blueberry, mm-hmm. apple pie, and French toast. I'm like, I do like apple pie, but I like French toast a lot better. Let me get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Let me get some of that. That's right. No, I hear you, man. Yeah. It's, it's all about... Uh, about knowing what you want and what you uh what you gravitate towards and there's some flavors there's some brands out there uh and it's all part of their procedures for how they roast and how they you know whatever right uh, we won't get super technical with the coffee talk here but <laughs> i think yeah. uh yeah I, I agree there's some roasts that <coughs> you know there there's a french vanilla that from one brand that i would enjoy very much and then if i grab it from another one it can taste completely different Right, um, it it'll taste like liquid cardboard, uh, but exactly. <laughs> that's another story. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I love dude. some bones, and I love McCafe. Man, we gotta get some, we gotta get bones to uh, you know try to work with us, you know, because I love your please thing. lord. I love okay. So remember how I told you that I didn't really like peaches and cream, you know? Yes. But but I I tried a plain, but but after I put some cream on it, perfect. 100% better. See? Yeah. Okay, yeah. he recounts his statement, folks. You heard yeah. it here first. Heard it here first. He likes peaches and scream. That's right. Yeah, so. That's right. Uh, would, bro- would Brosley steer you wrong? Nope. Never have before. So, <laughs> <laughs> not yet anyway, right? Not no. yet. Yeah, that's right. It's so, coming. It's coming. It's coming. So, hopefully not. You know, hopefully not soon. But, uh, uh so let's talk about today's episode. Um. I know that yes, you sir. wanted this song to come out on Spotify. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're doing another cover wars, y'all, and this is around yes, this the song, is cover wars. right? Yeah. So this is surrounding the song. What hurts the most? Yes, and a little backstory for this: uh, we were talking. I knew about the Aaron Lewis cover of the song. I've known about it for a long time. Yes. Um, and. Uh, I always thought that this was a great song. Right. Um, and I didn't realize that the the Rascal Flats version is actually a cover. Um, so we'll we'll get into that. Right. Um, and so but it's uh yeah, so it's a it's a cover of a cover, but the the Aaron Lewis version sounds like it could have been one of his original songs had right. I never heard the Rascal Flats version. Right. But there is a current if you're an elder emo like myself, um you you will notice that there is a band out there called Unsafe Unsound that has been kind of growing in popularity thanks to TikTok. Right. Um, and they have had this song that they, that they've teased where they covered what hurts the most, but it's like a you know screamo version of it. And I could not find the song anywhere, and it kept saying, you know, you guys just be patient with us. We're planning on putting it out on. Spotify and iTunes and everything soon. Like we're, we're working on that. Finally, they release it. So now we finally have it in its entirety. And I wanted to wait until that song came out completely so we could yeah. talk about it. Cause I just think it's so dang good. And uh, <laughs> I'm very, very excited to get into that. Well, okay. So I have, I had the, um, I don't, uh, so I, okay. So when you said what hurts the most, I thought it was 
the same song that Rascal Flatts sung, but I just wanted to go back and listen to to the original. And it is the yes. same song that Rascal Flatts did. I hear that song the more most times on when I'm working out back, you know, on the continuous yes. continuous song loop. And I'm never mad when it when it comes on. I'm always, you know, singing along with it. Yeah, so it's a good, it's a great right. song. Yeah. It is, yeah, it yeah. is, and I'm not a huge Rascal Flatts fan um, by any means, but I would, I would say that this is definitely, regardless of how I feel about like the rest of their songs, like this song is just good, right? It is, right. it is very, very good. Yeah. So, so, so let's talk about it right now. Uh, yeah. So the song is "What Hurts the Most" is a song written by American songwriter Jeffrey Steele and English songwriter Steve Robson. Initially recorded by country artist, country music artist Mark Willis, Wills, Mark Wills, in 2003, on its album "And the Crowd Goes Wild," it it was covered by uh, Billy Fire, Bell Fire, a, a year later. Uh, the first version of the uh, to, to be released as a single was by pop singer Joe Ar- Joe Armia Mira. Sure. Sure. And uh, and and twenty oh five, uh, from the album Relentless. Later that year, country bands Rascal Flatts, where we just talked about it, uh, covered this song as well, releasing it as the first single from their twenty oh six album Me and My Gang, topping the U.S. country and adult contemporary charts with it. So that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a uh... Yeah, great song, but that's definitely the version that's that gets the most recognition. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so uh, Jeffrey Steele co-wrote the song with Steve Robson, as said before, uh, with whom he also wrote the uh, the uh, excuse me co-wrote the Rascal Flatts 2002 single "These Days." Uh, Robson presented uh, Steele with an unfinished track, and Steele decided to come up with the lyrics to finish that track. And it, uh, <laughs> originally, he wanted to write a song about the loss of his father, but instead went with a more universal theme of lost love. Mm. After singing the lyrics, um, he decided that he liked how the sad song sounded, how sad the, the song sounded, when Robson suggested that it recorded that it be recorded in a higher key to sound more emotional. Uh, Mark Wills was the first artist to record the song, uh, doing so on his 2003 album, And the Crowd Goes Wild, as you mentioned before. Then it was covered by Joe Mira, a uh, pop singer, um, Faith Hill actually had also uh, intended to include the song in her 2005 album Fireflies, which I can totally hear that. Yeah. Um, and although she had recorded the song, her version did not make it to the final cut. What? I meant to look it up and see if there's like a rough demo of yeah. that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I have not. Yeah, I haven't heard it yet, but uh, right. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Yeah. But uh, so the Rascal Flats then recorded the song, uh, and uh, per their producer Dan Huff's suggestion. It made their album "Me and My Gang," and honestly, I think that's what helped that song, or helped that album, and helped their uh, popularity grow. Right. Uh, so, uh, and because that's when I first remember hearing about Rascal Flatts was yeah. through this song. Right. Uh, Will's rendition of the song, though never a single, peaked at number fifty-one though on the U.S. Hot Digital Songs uh, chart in two thousand six. In the wake of the Rascal Flat success with it, so hmm. they, they they both got some recognition. I've never heard that Mark Will's version, to be honest with you, but uh, I think I'm definitely more interested in the Faith Hill. Yes, but I think I heard the Mark Will Will's one like like when it first came out, like two three times. 
but not as much as his rascal friends. Please, you know. Yeah. So, and the man's got a great voice. The, the, the dude in Rascal Flats, he's got a great voice. So why not? Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, he's got a great. He he does have a great voice. Yeah. Um. So yeah. and I think it it's good for that song. Yeah. But um. But but like like you said, I am so interested in hearing that Faith Hill song. You know. Yeah. I'll yeah. have to look that up. Yeah. Maybe we'll follow up on that. Maybe there's a rough a, a rough demo out there. You know, or 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 maybe it's like a hidden gem. You know, who knows? So. Could be. Yeah. So in 2006, country music trio uh, Rascal Flats released the cover of the song uh, as a single from their. Uh, did I just read that song? No, I, I'm 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 reading it right. Okay. Um, yeah, you're good. And it became their fifth number one single on the Billboard Hot Country Chart song. Hot Hot Country Songs Chart. Sorry. Uh, it also peaked at number number six on the all genre Billboard's Hot 100, becoming the band's first top ten pop hit. And uh, in addition, the song reached number one on the adult contemporary charts. Rascal Flatts also performed the song live with Kelly Clarkson at the Academy of Country Music Awards in 2006. Rascal, I bet that was amazing. Right. Especially with Kelly Clarkson's <laughs> voice. I mean, come on now. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Rascal Flatts recorded, recording, uh, earned two nominations for their 49th Annual Grammy Awards in the categories of Best Country Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals and Best Country Song, which, I mean, it is, it is good, you know. Definitely. Yeah. So, as the chart... As of the chart dated January 30th, 2010, uh, the song topped the 2 million mark in paid downloads. This makes Rascal Flatts the first country group uh, to top the 2 million mark with two songs. Uh, By April 2011, uh, the song sold 2.28 million in the U.S. alone. Wow. Yes, making that bank. Yeah. Now this uh, this next portion that we're going to do here before we get into our first uh, cover, um, this is what I remember. This was this was how I was introduced to the song was this music video, right. uh, because I remember it like it like sat with me because of <laughs> how sad the music video <laughs> is. Um, so uh, the music video of this song starts with a young girl crying over the loss of her boyfriend. Uh, she expresses anger for her uh, father, who she blames for making her boyfriend leave, resulting in his demise in a car accident. Uh, the girl's very hurt mother watches her daughter's anger for her father and cries as she feels helpless over this unfortunate situation. Over the course of the video, there are scenes of the band playing, flashbacks of the couple, and the girl trying to go on about her life. A scene in which with the girl is vomiting in her bathroom um and holding her stomach implies that she became pregnant right before her lover's death the video ends with the girl running up to the boy's wooden cross memorial on the side of the road to kneel down and say that she saw him answering his question uh asked earlier in in the video what do you see uh when they were talking about the future while a storm is brewing uh the music video was directed by sean silva in early 2006 yeah i remember watching that music video and just like that's so it's like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very sad. Oh, God. Very depressing. God, yeah. okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, so this is one of Blake's... Uh, okay, so 
I've never heard of Sleep on Sound, but I'm excited to, to see what they have to offer. Um, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about this band. Okay. Um, and as we'll get into it, we'll kind of see why nobody's ever really heard of them. But right. right. Anyway. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, Unsafe and Sound are the TikTok musicians. Ah, that's part of why. There you um, go. They're a musician super group consisting of Ricky Jap and, ty- and uh, ty- Tired Violence. That's odd. Okay. Yeah. Uh, both, of, both of which have achieved moderate success on their own. But together they have blown up amongst the elder emo generation. Most yes. Most notably <laughs> for their cover of this particular song, which was used in thousands of TikToks across the world. Uh so their cover of What Hurts the Most is available where you stream music now. Boom boom. Boom boom. So here is What Hurts the Most by TikTok sensations, I guess. Unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> unsafe, unsafe, unsound. Here we go. Three, two, one. <laughs> Say, you watching you walk away. 
So where can I get that on vinyl? Oof. Oh, Tim dude, Burton. yeah, right? Yeah, I, I, right. <laughs> I can't wait until it's not available as a uh, only in right. 53 uh, and for streaming. So. We're talking about um, 1999. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm in yeah. L3 mode. This is what, yeah. this is what we do. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, wow. So I think this could definitely have been on one of the yes, yes. Pop, yes, um, I was... covers. Like if they would have done like a right. punk nose country, this yes. would have been perfect. Um, and uh, so I, I love that because it reminds me of that era. I loved all those punk nose pop albums right, that came out. Right. So um, I love the double bass in it. I love the solo that they kind of mimics the actual guitar solo, but just like put a little bit more of like a metal core right. spin on it. Um and I tell you, my, one of my favorite parts about the Rascal Flats version of that song is that, uh, you know, the, the last time they're coming into that chorus and it kind of drops out and it gives the singer that opportunity to do right. his little run. And he kind of changes the melody. And it's like, so <laughs> you know, and uh, so I, I was anticipating when I finally heard the song in its entirety. I was looking forward to that song because I'm like, what are they going to do? That's a big part. That's a, the climax of the song. And he lets out this scream that's not even a full scream. It's just an intense, high-pitched yell. And it's, like, still got octaves to it. And it was so impressive. And I was like, oh, dude, right. you nailed it. For bringing it into that screamo, metalcore uh, subgenre from a pop song, a pop country song, uh, executed perfectly. Yeah, right. And, and uh I agree with you about the double. Well, you know I'm a sucker for double bass and songs, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah the I, okay. So I don't know if it's uh, there's what two vocalists, right, or just one? I, I, I one vocalist. One vocalist. Guy. Yeah, it's like so the 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 duo. You know, one guy is a right, guitarist. Okay. Um, so, uh, and I to be honest with you, I forgot right. which one is which. But one's a vocalist, one's a guitarist. Right. So okay, right. okay, so so the way that they incorporated the screams behind the guy singing also, I guess it's the same guy, yes. right? Because it screams and sings. Right, okay. Yeah, it's the same okay, guy. So, it's just so the way yeah. he layers the, the screams behind him actually singing cleanly, clean, more clean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yes. Works uh -huh. perfectly because, <laughs> right, yeah. Mr. Clean. Yeah, Mr. Clean. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, it works perfectly for... Um, I guess we would call it pop punk, but not. It's more metal than than punk, right? I'd say it's more of a yeah, like a post hardcore right. metalcore whatever. Right, because when you add it, double yeah. bass and a scream from behind whoever we're singing, I think to, to me that's metal. You know, yeah, that's more metal than emo. Yes, so, yeah. I agree. But um, I agree. Going back to to the Mark Mills. I don't think a lot of people know that Mark Mills sang it first because I'm looking at the video and it says what hurts the most and then in parentheses it says the Rascal Flats cover. So right, Rascal yeah, Flats, so, yeah. They they are the version right, that definitely right, blew yeah, up. So, and I think that and I think that uh Rascal Flats has more of a more of a main draw than than, than Mark does. So Mark's a great yeah, singer though. I, I mean so. you can't you know, I mean you can't deny that singer. Jesus. What a good voice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Well, this next guy is definitely way more known than I think Unsafe, Unsound, <laughs> and Mark Wills. 
Uh, let's talk about Aaron Lewis. Even if you're thinking to yourself, I don't know who Aaron Lewis is. Give me just a minute and I'll refresh your memory. So Aaron Lewis is an American musician who is best known as the lead vocalist, rhythm guitarist, and founding member of the rock band Stains. Mm-hmm. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, with whom he has released seven studio albums. Since 2010, he has pursued a successful career in country music with his debut EP, Town Line, which was also released in 2011. Um, Lewis's first full-length solo release, The Road, was released by Blaster Records in 2012. Uh, Staines has recorded seven studio albums, as I mentioned before, Tormented in 96, Dysfunction in 99, Break the Cycle, uh, it's easily my favorite one, in 2001, 14 Shades of Grey in 2003, Chapter 5 in uh, 2005, The Illusion of Progress in 2006, um, and self-titled Staines in 2011. The band's activity became more sporadic after their self-titled uh, release with Lewis, like as I mentioned before, pursuing his solo career. Um, and uh, the drummer um, subsequently joining the band, or excuse me, uh, Mushok, I can't remember which one he is, but uh, subsequently joining the band St. Estonia. Uh, but they have continued to tour on and off in the following years. In 2016, Lewis reiterated that the band had not broken up and would possibly create another album, but that his uh, then current focus was on that solo career. The band reunited uh, more permanently in 2019 for several shows, continuing live performances in 2020. Uh, Many of their singles have reached high positions in the U.S. rock and roll, um, all format charts as well, including It's Been a While, um, Fade, Price to Pay, So Far Away, which is my favorite Stain song of all time, and right here. Um, In July 2010, Lewis finished recording a country music EP entitled Town Line that was released on March 1st, 2011. The uh, Stradivarius Records uh, it features seven tracks, including three versions of the first single, Country Boy, which is the one that I have heard all over the place, um, featuring George Jones, Charlie Daniels, and Chris Young, as well as the songs Massachusetts, Vicious Circles, Story Never Ends, and a re-recording of Tangled Up in You, originally from the illusion of progress. So taking it back a little bit to the Stain days. Um, Lewis said that in a, in, said in a July 2011 interview that he was introduced to country music as a child by his grandfather, but his interest was recently rekindled whenever he toured with fellow rock turned occasional country singer Kid Rock. Uh, wh- hit, yes, Kid Rock. So while his cover of What Hurts the Most was never officially released as a single, the live acoustic cover can be found all over YouTube. Everybody I know that enjoys Stained and enjoys Aaron Lewis's solo career loves his cover of this song. And I don't know why he just won't go ahead and like, you know, pay some royalties and record it live in a studio because it is very, very good. Um, but uh, yeah, James, you got that I, pulled I up do, but I do, I, but I do have something to say about that. Uh, I think sure. the reason why he's holding it off is because when you want it so bad, you like clamor for like like when he releases it, like <gasps> yeah, yes, just like you did when yeah. when um. Uh, Unslaved on Sound came out. You you know you wanted it more, yes. so you're like, <gasps> when is he? He makes he wants the people to to yes. yearn for yes, it. I get it. Okay. We're hungry for it. And you said your favorite Stain song is so far away, right? So far away. That is such a okay, great so, song. So I'll go. Um, okay, so so, I'll, so I'll go give you a song that you need to take up by by Stain. It's from their album Fourteen Shades okay. of Grey. And it's called Zoe Jane. Okay. That is oh, I love Zoe Jane. my favorite Dude, ever. If I, if I had a daughter, I would bawl yes. my eyes out every every day knowing that that song exists. Yeah. I agree. Zoe Jane yes, is sir. such a yes. good song. 
Okay. Right. I have kids. Right. But when you do, you know, you, you can you can cry along with I'll, her. Yeah. I will cry my brains out. I will I will name her Zoe Jane, and I will I will just bawl my eyes out every day. There you go. Okay, yeah. So I do have what hurts the most by Aaron Lewis. Oh, so um, yeah. So why don't we listen to it in three, two, one? Here we go. There we go. I can take the rain on the roof of this empty house. That don't bother me I can take a few tears now and then And just let them out I'm not afraid to cry Every once in a while Even though going on with you gone Still upsets me There are days every now and again I pretend I'm okay But that is not What hurts the most is being so close and having so much to say. Watching you walk away and never know.
Talk about it, because that's a that's a very powerful song when you sing it like that. Um, yeah, so I, I so <laughs> it is. Yeah, there's a there's so much emotion behind that, um, and it's such a gosh, yeah, it it's so. I don't know. It's it's almost like, like I said, if it if it would have been rewritten, it would have been something that was an original song of his. Or if you if if he would have just done that, and I didn't know anything else about any Rascal Flats, Mark Mills, any of those guys, um, or Mark Wills, whatever his name was, um, I I, I would say that was oh, okay. Yeah, that's like a unreleased Stain song because it just right. fits so well. And, uh, so I so think much emotion, I think I know and, uh, why. I, I, like hurt dude, I've never can, heard that song before. That he, this is my first time hearing it, and voice. I think it's, I know why good, he doesn't want to single. I mean, uh, his studio version. So hear me out. <laughs> Bear with me, okay? So, so there's many. Okay, so there's many yeah. things in. Okay, so I, I'm not sure how to word this. Yeah. Um. Okay. Thoughts. I think he doesn't want to do yeah. a, a studio version of yeah, this song yeah. because I don't think he can express the same powerful raw emotion that he had singing this song in life. And I think he doesn't want to take that away from the people who were there because that's a moment in his lifetime no one can ever get back the feelings. You know, yeah. all the emotions. I don't think he can I don't think he, he can get that back with just a, like a studio version, you know? Because that's a like we said before, that's right. a really, really, right. really powerful song the way he sang it, you know? So, yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Well, I, I think I'll, uh, so who won? Who, who, who were we thinking here? I will, I'll go ahead and tell you my pick. Um, I think that, uh, and sorry if you can hear Lucy in the background there. Um, Little unconditional. I am in the bedroom with my AirPods tonight, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, I think I'm uh, I think I'm going to go with Aaron Lewis's version. Not that the the unsafe, unsound version is not good. It's good in its own right. Um, for that pop goes punk or punk goes pop type of uh, version, it's it's amazing, and I think it's incredible. Um, but there is just. So what that song, the music, how I was introduced to that song, or the music video, how sad and depressing it was, 
the lyrical content of the song and the meaning behind it, yes, it, it is 100% a sad song. And I think in comparison with Aaron Lewis's version, um, just really captures that feeling of uh, hurt. And, okay, uh, and, and, and that's right fair because, and okay, so... Hear, you know yeah, I love you like a brother, right? There. So uh, I that is my pick. That okay, is the so one that wh- I what do I say when I well well I, mm, but there's a strong but okay but I hate yes, you sir. for this yes, right sir. now right you <laughs> little yes uh, you didn't make this easy for for both of us because uh, I know Will's a hard choice for you yeah and this is a hard strong choice but. for me real strong but but I will have to strongly agree with you <laughs> on this one. Uh, so, like he said before, Unsafe Unsound was a very, very, very good cover version of it. Okay. Although, okay. I still think that there are songs where uh, and you need to be in the right kind of mood or place mentally yeah. and uh, emotionally for some songs, right? And like he said before, uh, this song is a real emotional song. And I think it deserves yes. to be played the way Aaron played it. Okay. You know, not to take away, not to take away from Unsafe, but it, I think that, that, that sad song should be played slowly, not, not middle-life. I agree. You know? I agree. Middle-life is a word. I just made a new word. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Right. But. Sure. Sure. Yeah, there's a right, there's, this has more, there's a motion that's available right, in all right, genres. Right. I, I, I mean, um, but if yeah, you want to listen to a safe unsound version, by all means, go ahead. You know, unsafe. I mean, I'm not version. here to take away so your whatever, your, whatever your um, thoughts about unsafe unsounds. You yeah. know, but there's something to me with this song that that yeah. requires right. a slow melody, like Aaron Lewis did. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 Aaron Lewis won this won this uh, battle today, and sure. uh, yeah, unanimous. So, sure, yeah, how about that? <laughs> well, there you have um, it. Yeah, I, I, I just think, like I unanimous. said before, uh, you know, certain songs need needs a certain that? amount of tone to go in it. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, anything else before you want to say before we we, we wrap this up? Yeah, I agree. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. We can't hear her anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I think that's all my thoughts for today. Sorry, my um dog is going ballistic in the background. Um, right. But, yeah, because I knew because I knew that you yeah, wanted I think, to do. I think that is. Uh, the song I think that's all I got day. to say. And I'm glad we got to do that. I'm finally. I'm this glad we were very, finally able to do cover song. wars on this song. Yeah. So. so. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show today. Uh, be sure to share this with your friends and family. Uh, we're yes, available on multiple podcast apps, yeah. including um, Apple Podcasts and and Spotify. Now you can actually rate us on Spotify. Uh, but if you want to leave us a review, you will, will just head on over to Apple Podcast. I don't think you can review it on uh, Spotify yet, can you? No. Okay. Okay. 
So if you leave a review, we will read it on the show if you want us to. And if not, that's okay. Uh, not to uh, my so knowledge. The, the best way to stay up to date with us is by following our social medias. Uh, and on Instagram, When Words Fail Podcast. Uh, Facebook, WWFMS Podcast. Twitter, at When Words Fail MS. You can always email us to, um, you know, tell us what you think about the show and, and a whole lot more at when words fail podcast at gmail.com or on YouTube, youtube.com slash when words fail music speaks. TikTok and our website is when words fail music speaks. And if you go to our website, make sure you add a .com to it. We have merchandise. Um, so you can uh, buy your merchandise through our website. Just click on the um, shop tab at the top and follow and click on the little big the, the little big, the, the big, <laughs> the big blue, uh, uh, picture, and it'll take you straight to our shop. Awesome. And, uh, yes, you can follow, uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Blake underscore Mosley on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash Mosley with three Y's. I'm also on TikTok. It's at Blake Brosley. You can check out my other podcast that I have called South Carolina Spook Show. It's available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. It's all about true crime and paranormal from the state of South Carolina. Um, and if you have any uh, stories of your own that you would like to send me on that, you can email them to scspookshow at gmail.com, and I would love to feature it in a future episode. Uh, we don't own any of the music used in this episode, and no copyright infringement is intended. Sources come from wikipedia.com uh, and actually TikTok um, <laughs> and YouTube. Uh, so... Uh, uh, and that is all I have to say. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That is all you got to say, huh? All right, all right. So thank you once again, everybody, for listening. And always remember, when words fail, the music speaks. Hi, guys. Bye, y'all.